What's up, everybody? Um, welcome back to another episode of the Checkerboard Chat. This is episode two. Um, recapping the South Carolina versus Tennessee game. <clears throat> um, and I just want to come straight out of the gate and say, boy, was I wrong about many things. <laughs> um, overall, terrible performance. Um, I don't even know if the defense left Knoxville. Uh, with the rest of the, they may still be there. I'm not. I, th- I think the bus is outside the Anderson Training Center, actually. It's got to be because it, it, it wasn't on the field. Pretty sure it's still out there. I mean, we took a cat that, uh, you know, Spencer Rattler talked an awful lot of smack about him in episode one. Um, boy, did he prove me wrong. 30 of 37 for 438 yards and six touchdowns. Cotton L soft defense is what we had tonight. Man, it was it was miserable, miserable to watch. It just was not fun at all. Not even the slightest bit. No. It just torched our DBs. Torched them. And, and, and you know, you you said DBs. One thing that got under my skin almost as bad as the score was the fact that we have DBs out there. That were getting their behinds absolutely torched, and they would get up and start talking smack like they've done something. So yeah, you don't I mean, I'm not even sure that you deserve your scholarship at this point. <laughs> I mean, you get you get burnt on a on a comeback route. You're five to ten yards away from the guy that catches it. You make the tackle, push him out of bounds, and you're in his face talking all kinds of mess. I don't I mean, know just, unless he unless he's apologizing to him. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Willie Martinez. I think he may be the first cousin of Helen Keller because there was zero changes made, zero transitions, nothing was. Uh, you know, everything stayed the same. They kept playing that soft coverage. Um, I mean, there was times. I what was it on that one uh, that one play? I can't even remember what point of the game it was. It was all that terrible. Well, they were at third and 20, and the dude was wide open. The one thing that you could not allow, and you allowed it. Yeah, and it was the exact same play that they had ran three or four plays prior. The exact same play. We were talking before we started the the podcast. Uh, They basically used two dudes, Jay Bell and A. Wells Jr., a. Wells Jr. had 11 receptions for 177 yards, okay? And Jay Bell had five receptions for 39 yards. No other receiver on their team had more than two receptions. Um, I mean, they had two guys that they used consistently, and they torched us with them. They, I mean, they they done what they were doing and made us like it. Yeah, it was, uh, again, not fun. No, no. Not fun to watch. No, it was not. And uh, to make matters even worse, I'm afraid that we've lost the Heisman hopeful. Um, hookers? Yeah. I, I don't know what's happening. Have they come out and said yet? What, what uh, it is? I've not seen anything yet, but that doesn't mean by the time that the listeners are listening to this that they don't have already something out. But as of right now at... Uh, 11.52 p.m. Saturday night after the game. There's there's no diagnosis or anything. But, I mean, you've got to assume it's a ligament tear or strain at the best. 
Best case scenario, it's a strain. But. I mean, and here's the thing. You got Vanderbilt coming up next week. If you're Hendon Hooker, do you even try to play? Oh, I, I think that's a that's a no. No. I don't, I don't so think it I've, happens. I've tussled with my mind, um, and I could see it one of two ways. Either A, you know, this is all pending him being healthy. I'm thinking either A, you know, I got a shot to go to play in the NFL. I'm not going to play, I, which I, I don't know. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Um, I see Hendon Hooker being the guy that takes the option that said, you know, I do not want my last game in a Vols uniform oh to be an gosh. absolute backbreaker. Uh, yeah. He Columbia, strikes me as a team first. Oh, I, yeah, I, I could see that. He strikes me as a team first kind of guy, you know. But, uh, yeah, man, it just deflated all hope that we had to bring that game back. Not that there was a great chance, but there still was. You, anytime there's still time left on the clock, you've got Hendon Hooker still in the game. There's there's a shot to win the ball game. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if Henny Hooker's back in the backfield, there the game's not over. But there got to a point, to, I, and that's the thing. He didn't play awful. No. Hey, he didn't have a great game, but he didn't play bad. He was uh, well, wasn't his best. wasn't his best. But he was what twenty five of forty two, two hundred forty seven yards and three touchdowns. Um, yeah, it's that it's that average per per attempt the the five point nine. Yeah, average yards. That's way way low compared to his. I I can't tell you off the top of my head what his actual average has been for the season. Maybe minus the Georgia game, but that's got to be one of the one of the worst. Yeah, um, and, you know, the thing is, is um, he had a couple balls that he just overthrew, similar to the Georgia game. I mean, he didn't completely blow it, but they weren't, um, you know, they weren't dots like uh, like he has shown with Kentucky, Missouri, um, and even Florida. I mean, that Ramel Keaton catch was a little tad overthrown against Florida, but he still put it out there where the receiver had a chance. There were a couple tonight that he just sailed out through there that, I mean, Stretch Armstrong wasn't going to get a hold of those. Yeah. It's the uh, anomaly for Hendon Hooker for him to throw some bad passes like that. Yeah, it's very uncharacteristic. Uh, so going down the uh, course, unfortunately, the, the playoff hopes are shot. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I I don't have this down, and I don't think you have it down either. But we're going to do it on the fly. So what's the next move? I mean, say you you, I mean at this point, I'm going to still assume that we beat Vanderbilt. Um, oh, good Lord, have mercy. Um. So what's, well, that would be what that would we, be the meltdown of in the worst meltdown in history if we. Lose by what was it, twenty five yeah. to South Carolina, and then turn around and two thousand sixteen all over again. Vin- it's already worse than twenty sixteen. <laughs> just because, and I know we talked about this earlier, but just because what we lost was bigger than it was in twenty sixteen when we lost that game to Vandy. In twenty sixteen, you know, we lost the chance to go to Atlanta. 
and I get that's a pretty big deal. You always want to win your division, go represent the East in Atlanta. But this year, even though Atlanta wasn't on the table, it's I mean, you had a chance at you're playoffs. playing for something bigger. Yeah, way way bigger. In my opinion, is way bigger. I mean, some some people may not have that same opinion, but in my opinion, that it, it, playoffs is way, like way way bigger than any. Plus, that you ask nine out of ten people, and they're going to tell you that going to the playoffs means ten times as much as playing in the SEC championship game. And yeah. like you said, it's no slot to that game at all. But um, I mean, you get put on a national stage. You're the only game on at that point in time. And it's shot. I mean, those hopes are gone. There's not a snowball's chance in hell that that's going to happen. So, um, yeah. And shifting it back to the defense tonight, that has to be one of the all-time worst performances that I think I've ever seen from a defense. I, yeah, that is pretty bad. Who do you who do you put blame on? Is that Tim Banks? Is that Willie Martinez? Is that Josh I mean, Hoppel? It's, I mean, you kind of, you kind of got to go a little bit everywhere after a after a performance like that. The scheme obviously wasn't there. Game plan was not right. And I think you look at Tim Banks first, but that, I mean, I'm not saying that it's all his fault because you know nobody really knows who's who's really to blame for all that unless somebody just straight up owns up owns up to it but we uh we definitely miss jeremy banks in a in a big way yeah i do not uh i don't disagree with that um obviously and and for me banks not even just his play you know we talked about him on the last episode um of course we missed his play but there's another piece of Jeremy Banks that we missed, and I think that was his vocalness on the field. Uh, you know, without him being there, he didn't even travel. It made it, am I correct? He did not travel with the team. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure he didn't travel. Okay, so he didn't even travel. So he's not even a voice on the sideline. Yeah. Uh, which can be big. I'm not saying that it's give up 63 points big, but. That makes me sick. Look at that. I'm looking Just at it right hear. now on my iPad. Thirty-eight, sixty-three. That is embarrassing. Embarrassing, definitely. Well, that's that's twenty-five, right? That's a reverse cover. <laughs> oh my gosh! I wonder what the uh, wonder what the odds would have been on that for them to cover by twenty-one. Oh my gosh! Bet a dollar win ten thousand or something. Calling into work on Monday. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, so. So looking, you know, going forward again, let's say, assume we beat Vanderbilt um, and we're sitting at selection Sunday, of course, playoffs are going to be selected. That's not going to have anything to do with us. Who goes to the Sugar Bowl? I mean, because you still have an Alabama team out there that's not going to make the playoffs. Do they go and get the nod for the Sugar Bowl? Um, Because at that point, it's not. And see, I don't have a great understanding about how this works do the bowls select the team they want or is it more of a okay you finished here you are going to this bowl so if i'm not mistaken the sugar bowl takes the top sec team that is not in the playoff and i think <laughs> that's going to be between lsu and tennessee because i don't think L- you don't think i don't think so 
because the two teams that they would be considered. That's true. Like, they beat them. Yeah, they've they've lost to LSU and Tennessee, and uh, don't get me wrong. If we played Alabama like we played South Carolina tonight, they would have beat us one hundred and twenty-five to negative forty. <laughs> Put them back on the bus at halftime. Yeah, that was uh, atrocious. So, I, so I guess basically what that's going to come down to is how the SEC championship game unfolds. Yeah, and, and I think it's, of course, I thought the Tennessee-South Carolina game was a fairly obvious result going into it, what we thought it was going to be. And you can ask almost anybody that follows college football what the result of this game was going to be, and they were going to tell you the same thing that we told you in our last episode, what what our score predictions were. I, th- I feel like that was across the board. Everybody, most people were in agreement. And if if you can show me someone that, predicted otherwise or said they predicted otherwise i'll show you a liar yes yeah. no, nobody happen. predicted what happened tonight nobody i mean it was a it was a straight up assumption even on the college football playoff show that tennessee was going to win out oh yeah yeah everybody was talking about how bad they needed to win like how many points they needed to put on how they had to cover the spread how they had to make it look bad for the other team but Kind of went in uh, reverse order there. Um, didn't pan out for us. Not a great showing. Um, I mean, really, there's not a whole lot to say and describe other than just god-awful performance. I mean, this is, to me, I mean, this is this is borderline unacceptable. Like, Tim Banks, and again, like you said, he may not be... A hundred percent responsible for every bit of it, but he's got some he's got some uh some questions to answer. Oh yeah, there's some explaining that needs to be done by uh Willie Martinez, Tim Banks, uh Rodney Garner even. Yeah, uh all of them. And you know, and that's the thing, is I Willie Martinez, he was on staff here before under Butch, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's back. I like the guy. I've I've thought it, you know, that he's done well. Um, we haven't had, you know, historically great defensive backs, but you know, he's coached cats like uh, what Cam Sutton. Yeah, Cam Sutton, uh, Emmanuel Mosley, if I'm not mistaken, Emmanuel Mosley. Yeah, a couple of NFL guys. <laughs> but you know, going back to Kamal Haddon, um, you mean to tell me? As his coach, you didn't have the knowledge about you to grab him by the neck and say, son, stop what you're doing. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't be talking all that trash. You, you're, you're talking. You're, and it's, it's useless. Um, I, you know, I don't know. There's a lot to unpack. Um, kind of depressing to open up that box, but. Uh, I mean, and here's the thing is, is we're all down and out or I am anyway. I know you are. It's a very bad loss. Um, almost historically bad loss, especially given the fact that, you know, Hopple's been known for this big high powered offense, outscore the opponents, obviously. Um, but I don't know. It's weird, I guess, cause I'm still in my emotions of the game. 
But regardless of what happens, I mean, before the season started, if I'd have told you finish 10-2, and two, every fan alive would have taken that. Yeah, I agree with that. You, you know, the most people before the season started, when they were predicting the win-loss record, a lot of people were the ceiling was 10-2. and two. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to I mean, get I mean, to 10-2 I mean, and two as, as a ceiling, you're talking having to play out of your mind. Yeah, with losses to Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. That's what everyone thought was the ceiling. People were penciling those two down, L's, and I get it. Alabama's not the team that they have been all season. But South Carolina? Oh, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it is you beat. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I had us losing to Florida before the season started. Yeah, a lot of people um, did too. So I didn't even have us. I had us 9-3. and three. That That was my official... Put it out there. That's what you can tag that to me. Attach it to me. That that was my official prediction. But well, if it, if this defense shows up in Nashville next week, your prediction is probably going to be correct. Nine and oh three. Oh my goodness! Just think about that one. For the love of everything that is holy, if we go nine and three because we've lost to number one Georgia. And then back to back L's to South Carolina and Vanderbilt. Mm. Mm. Knoxville will burn. I'm telling you right now, there will not be a Knoxville. Yeah. Everything inside of that I 40, I 75 circle will be burnt <laughs> to a crisp. Yeah, it it's uh won't be good around here. <laughs> no. Um But like I said, there's and that's the thing, is we're right now. Again, an hour removed from the end of the game. It sucks. I get it. But we're still looking at 10-2 and two down down the face with the New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's, And that's where I'm at with it is it's, it's, it's hard to, I don't know, feel depressed about this game. It sucks. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, <laughs> when Josh Hopper was hired, I'll never forget it. I was driving to work when Jimmy Himes come across the radio waves and broke the news that we had hired Josh Hoppel. And I said, okay, who is that? Who? Who is that? I had who? no clue who that dude even was. Um, and, you know, to go from that and, you know, record players in the transfer portal, um, Staring down NCAA investigations. Yeah, sanctions um, coming. Sanctions coming, scholarship reductions, all that stuff. From then, and you fast forward two years, and we're looking at a worst-case scenario, 9-3, and 10-2 more than likely. I mean, I can't be that mad. I'm just still stuck in my emotion, basically. Yeah. And I, we haven't we we touched on it, but we've not talked about it. I mean, there's going to be implications to losing Hendon Hooker. I mean, Joe Milton's he's serviceable, but he's not he's he's no Hooker. Yeah, um, and, and I've said multiple times that we have the best backup quarterback in all of college football. Yeah, certainly the most talented backup quarterback in all of college football. I think, and see, that's the thing is he has all the measurables, all that good stuff. He can sling at five thousand yards, 
I just wonder if it ain't in his head. If it's all in his head. I guess we'll see. We got a whole other year mean, with him, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, you you're not going to have another option. To sp- I mean, not even next year. We're talking next week. Yeah. I mean, unless something matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now. I have Hendon Hooker pulled up on the ESPN app and his status is red and it says out already. Yeah. Not good. Um So, hey, and it at didn't at look good. Those- at least those orange helmets look good. <laughs> Listen, those orange helmets are fantastic. Okay, look great. I'm not superstitious. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're showing not, it on ESPN right now. Yeah. The knee. I'm not a it's superstitious not kind of person, um, but there are going to be several thousand people that attach this L to the orange helmet and they're going to want no part of it. I'm not that guy, but no, no, I know there's going to be people out there that do that. I mean, there already are people out there. (laughs) If you just look on Twitter for a minute, Oh, it's all over there. I've seen people say, I don't ever want to see that helmet ever again. Yeah. Um, Leave, Leave that helmet in South Carolina. Yeah. Just like when we went to Georgia and we lost at Georgia, half the fan base decided to blame Eric Ainge because he said it wasn't that loud. Like that, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, so we're looking at uh, having Joe Milton as a starting quarterback next week. Um, again, serviceable, not terrible, not awful, not, you know. If, if the man could just figure out a touch, if he could add touch to his game, he'd be great. He'd be a starter yeah. somewhere. Yeah, and I think he's gotten better at that since the pit game last season. He's definitely gotten a lot better than that as, as time has went on, as you expect with, with a good QB coach. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, obviously to me, he's got the quarterback whisperer. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's taking Joe Milton. Uh, we'll see the backup at Michigan. He he started a few games. I, I don't remember a few exactly games. how many, but he started. May some. have worked himself into a backup role at Michigan. Um, transfers here, ends up a starter. You know, yeah. last year, Josh Hopple seen enough in him to to make him the starter. Uh, took a transfer from Virginia Tech. You know, that um, guy that was riding the pine, and has turned him into what would have been a. Well, I mean, you know, up until he got hurt, a Heisman contender. So I have faith that, you know, Heifel can do what needs to be done um, to get to get us a quarterback serviceable enough to beat Vanderbilt and go and try to win a bowl game. Y'all see, and, that, and that's where I'm at too, is it's, it's, get, it's finished the year. Let's get through oh, yeah. it. There's, there's at least two more games. You're going bowling. You got Vanderbilt, um, and I'm looking forward. I hate to, I hate to go ahead and do that, but I mean, you got some. I mean, the eight million dollar kids coming in. Yeah, Nico Iamaliava. Extremely high profile recruits coming in. And that's the thing is that I know it's going to sound like we're just writing off this season, which is not the case. No, I mean, if you look, if you look at where we were last year, where we were eighteen months ago, when 
at when Hypo came to town, you know, you could look at a season like we're having right now and say we do go 10 and 2. People are going to say that's a success. Mm hmm. And, and I get it if you, hindsight's 2020, if you, if you go back and look at this season, people can call it a failure because of what the expectations got to. But ask the majority of law fans before the season started if they're going to be happy going 10 and 2 with a trip to the Sugar Bowl. And I promise you, everyone's going to be elated with that. Yeah. No, you're you're 100% right. Um, and see, we're talking about all these things, and we skipped right over the kid that's sitting on the bench and Taven Jackson. Oh, he's solid too. I mean, athletic monster. Yep. Um, got to see a, a little bit of him. What did he play in the um, – did he play in the Akron game? Yeah, I think he's made two different appearances. Came in, came in two two different games. Maybe maybe three. Maybe all three out of non cons. Non cons. It may have been. No, I'm, not I mean, Pitt, obviously. No, not not Pitt, but Akron's the one where um, everybody, including the water boy, got a shot to throw Ball the ball State, in the field. Akron and UT Martin. Yeah, um, I think he made appearances in all three of those games. I couldn't tell you what the stats were, but. But he's a. I think he's going to be a really solid option. There's going to be a tough QB conversation the year after next. If, as long as Milton comes back, I think he's got the job locked down for next year. But the the following years is, I think there's going to be a legitimate conversation to have there. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, in my opinion, next year, the job is Joe Milton's to lose. Yeah. Um, and we've done all this talk. We've kind of strayed away from the game. I know. Kind of on purpose, kind of not really. But <laughs> Kind of on purpose, kind of not really. Yeah. I mean, it's just depressing. The, the biggest more thing, I get away from it, the better I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I See, I was kind of looking forward. Now I've got a little hope built up, and, and then I look back at my, my iPad sitting here, and I'm like, holy crap, that happened. 63 to 38. Gosh. Makes me sick. That's pretty awful. Something else, uh, you mentioned it earlier, you know, when we were talking about possible blame to go around, you mentioned Rodney Gardner. That is one thing that I heard you say during the game um, as we were watching it together. <clears throat> that we had zero, zero pressure on the quarterback for yeah, quite a bit of the night. I don't, I don't know what we ended up with as far as the sack total, but I'm, I'm pretty sure – it was one meaningful sack, non-garbage time sack. Well, and the thing, well, that sack didn't come until, what, the third quarter? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, the sack that was not in garbage time. I'll tell you what, though. Old boy laid a, a lick on Rattler. Um, of course, that yeah, was he off got or not. It got called back. Yeah. Unfortunately, that play did not count, but he did get smoked. Yeah. That was the uh, that was the one. I'm pretty sure that was Kamal Haddon that held the defender and still got toasted. And then he decided to get up and still continue to talk smack. Um, yeah, we had one total sack, nine TFLs. I don't know. I mean, so what? What are we averaging? Is that available readily? What are we averaging? I don't. I don't, TFLs? I don't have it up right now. 
I don't know. <clears throat> Not a great showing. Kind of down and out. Um, but at the same time, got a lot to, you know, be happy with. That's If I would have told you at the beginning of the season, you know, you're going to beat Alabama. You're also going to beat Florida. Um, Georgia's going to beat you. I would have never guessed it'd have been South Carolina. Honestly, I'd have, if I if you'd have told me we'd have, we'd have had two losses, I would have pegged those. Um, of course, Georgia, uh, with the knowledge that we were going to beat Alabama and Florida, I'd have probably picked Pitt. Honestly, Pitt and Georgia. Uh, yeah, I, think, I would not I think have Pitt thought would have been the other. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that it had been South Carolina, but here we are. Um, it sucks, but. All we can do is move on to next week. That's the uh, that's what we're looking forward to. Got a game in Neyland West against Vanderbilt. <clears throat> Maybe they uh, get get all riled up for that. They are searching for bowl uh, eligibility. They are. The they're they're coming in. They're coming into that game at quote unquote their home uh, with a goal. You know, we're we're yeah. coming in there. We don't really have. The goal to play for is we're we're already bowl eligible. Our our biggest thing now is try to get to that sugar bowl if it's still on the table, depending on what happens to LSU and uh Georgia. Georgia obviously in the playoff now, but uh depending on what happens with the LSU game, the SEC championship. Um also uh Tennessee's not been to a New Year's Six Bowl since 2004. Really? 2004. Okay. Well, beat Texas A&M in 2004, the Cotton Bowl, 38 to 7. Wow. <clears throat> I did not know that. Um so, okay, so let's say LSU goes out and absolutely kills it, but they still lose to Georgia. Tie game. Uh, they get Sugar Bowl. Where does Tennessee end up? Is that the Citrus Bowl? Probably. Of course, I, I don't. I don't know the bowl <laughs> bid system. How how all that stuff works. You know what the absolute dream scenario is in my mind, just to what's, make me feel better. What's that? To make me feel better, I would like for Tennessee to go to. Ah, who does Tennessee? So. Let me let me back up. Well, who who hosts the the Sugar Bowl? Is the SEC team and what? Who who else gets that? <laughs> if you uh, didn't ask me, I probably could have told you. Well, we haven't been in so long, so I, it's not you know. Yeah, I don't. Thank anyway, you. basically, what I'm getting at is, I would absolutely love for Tennessee to play TCU in a New Year's Six Bowl because I yeah. I know they they played a tough tight game today against Baylor. <clears throat> um. A six and four Baylor, not a great Baylor. Uh, but I, I I like our chances against TCU if if that's the draw that we were to get. Um, it's insane to me that they get to pull out one point wins. Everybody that needed to win won today except Tennessee. Yeah, unfortunately. So I mean that's uh, you know it's, it's it is what it is. I've listened to um, the Fox, you know, sports uh, Twitter space on the way on the way home, and that was a nightmare. 
nightmare fuel listening to some of those guys talk. Um, <laughs> I mean, to them, yeah, they're ready to, you know, get their divorce from their wives, sell everything they got and go live in a hut on an island somewhere because Tennessee lost the game. I'm, you know, don't get me wrong. It sucks, but I ain't to that point. Um, I don't know. And we're sitting here. It's 12:21 PM after a loss. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what do you do? It's, it's football. We love it. We love Tennessee. I'm and that's the thing is I still love Tennessee. It's not. Yeah. I've seen people. It's like, it's not worth it anymore. This school, this school. Well, oh, no, you were never a true fan to begin yeah, with. If you're willing to just give up. It's still go big orange around here, no matter All what. The time. So Listen, uh <laughs> go ahead. The uh the Sugar Bowl is the, the Big Twelve SEC. Oh, give me TCU. Give yeah, me TCU. So I, I think I think that as long if TCU loses to K State in the Big Twelve championship, it will end up being the Big Twelve champion. So I think I think the only way I don't think there's a way we can play TCU now at this point because if they well yeah if they win they're going if they win they're going to the playoff that's true and if they lose the Big Twelve championship gets the auto bid to the Sugar Bowl yeah Uh, not great news I did not know that so. I just wanted to shot at them, yeah. Because all four of their fans that they do actually have, <laughs> they've been very active on Twitter and vocal, uh, even though they haven't won a game by more than seven points. Of course, I mean, guess at least they're winning. <laughs> Dang, yeah. Yeah. that's true. That is true. That's they the are thing, eleven. Man. Spencer Rattler is not that good, and he mm. done whatever he wanted to tonight. Whatever, whatever he, he wanted. wanted to. He looked like a Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, let me run the ball. He caught a ball, slung it all over the field. I mean, it was, I tell you what, I don't know. Have we played a game that got this chippy as far as mouthy with both teams? I don't think so. This year, I mean, it was there. You know, they'd yap at us. We'd yap at them, which I don't know why we're yapping at them. We're getting it beat. But Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. Well, at least there's always next week. We got Vanderbilt. Um, who's their quarterback? Uh, gosh, name slipping me. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Anyway, I know he's pretty good, though. That well, that's the thing. And you've mentioned it earlier. Tennessee's got they got seven days, six days when they get back home. Figure it out. And if it was up to me, they'd have five days because I'm taking one of them and chewing every behind I can get a hold of. Yeah, you know? I'm probably doing the same. And that's the thing. It's it's not a, well, offense played good, defense sucked. No, we, this is a team effort. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I and, and that's the thing is I got I got faith that Hopple can uh, – he'll, he'll ride the ship and – of course, I I don't know how much effort it's going to take to ride the ship against Vandy, but they would think if it were me, they would think that this was going to get them to the uh, end of the playoffs. I'd have them whipped up <laughs> in shape come next Saturday. I can tell you oh, that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Get them, uh, get the team mentality back because I'm sure yeah. that's it's uh, and and I've heard that it's a uh, they've got a good culture over there yeah. as a team, but. 
a loss like that can change a lot of a lot of minds. Yeah, well, you start losing and you start bringing people's emotions out, and that's where blame starts getting put on people, um, and you know things can get sideways real quick. Uh, so moving uh, on, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. Uh, I think I think we were both heading in the same direction. Uh, let's look at those picks that we made in the last episode. Can we know? I know there's some as of twelve twenty five a.m. the <laughs> day after. Tennessee gets molly walked by South Carolina. Uh, there's still some games going on. Uh, actually, it's just Oregon, Utah, right? The other games uh, yes. are all done. Uh, out of the ones that we picked, I believe that's the only one we're waiting on, and it's on right now. Yeah, and it's just just after halftime in that one, and it your your pick's looking pretty good for that one so far. Uh, so running down my list, <clears throat> I have uh, I picked TCU to cover two and a half over Baylor. Uh, and if anybody watched, that was the last second field goal TCU kicked through the uprights to win by one point. Uh, so I did not cover on that. that was a close uh, my favorite pick, my absolute favorite <laughs> pick. This was a lock to me. This was like throw the mortgage at it. Okay. <laughs> Old Miss to cover minus two and a half. Okay, Bank two and a half points. <laughs> you talk about an embarrassing loss. That was that was. I don't know. It's not as embarrassing as us. We were what a twenty-two point favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They were two uh, and a half. We were twenty-two. Yeah, but, I think the line had moved to twenty-three right before kickoff too. So yeah, that doesn't make it better. Made it even worse. And then my third pick was uh, I've got Oregon to cover two and a half point or two points against Utah. Utah was the favorite in that, but I got Oregon covering the two. And right now, with uh, the third quarter just starting, it's Oregon seventeen, Utah three. And, so they're at fourteen here. Yeah, Utah's got the ball. So, but those are my three picks. So it looks like I may go one and three, depending as long as this thing don't get crazy. I should win this pick. Uh, so I'm one. And two on the uh, <laughs> the old pickums. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll let Chase go over his three. Uh, so my my first one was the uh, Georgia Kentucky spread. I had Georgia covering twenty two and a half. Man, that I don't know if any of you guys watched that game, but it was a uh, it was a defensive battle. I, I don't re- I don't remember exactly what Levis ended up with passing yards, but. Uh, I know Stetson Bennett was just over a hundred. He neither neither quarterback showed out. Neither team really took over the game offensively. It was a it was a fairly defensive battle. I think that final score was what sixteen to six, right? Sixteen to six. So I I did not get that one. <clears throat> Let's move on to the winners, though. I had I did have two winners. Uh, I had Illinois covering seventeen versus Michigan, and that was a ball game. That was a fun and one to watch. <clears throat> similar to that TCU Baylor game, Michigan comes in in the final final seconds and kicks a game winner. Yep, but they did not cover the 17 points that it took to uh, no. 
hit the bank pay for those that had Michigan in that game. No. So I had the Illinois plus 17. That one worked out. And then at the end, I had the uh, LSU minus 15.5 versus UAB. And that one, it looked shaky at the start. I can't lie. End of the first quarter, it was a tight ball game. And I don't, I don't know exactly what that final score was, but I, I do know it was a lot too little when it came towards the end of that game. Bring it up for you real quick. Let's see. Forty-one to ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Covered that one pretty easily. Yeah. So uh, those were my three, and I was uh, two and one on the day. Two and one for Chase. One and two for Alex. Um, not a great showing, and right now that's a preliminary one and two for Alex because this game is not yeah. over. Um, so we may be a big goose egg on the uh, on the old. You could be. Utah could make a push. There's still plenty of football left to be played in this I one. I mean, why not? Let's just add to the Saturday. This has been the best Saturday <laughs> ever, right? Yeah, we they lost. got 0-3. The teams that needed to lose did not lose. The team that I needed to win did not win, and uh, one of my picks is covered. So. <laughs> Oh, and we lost our uh, quarterback. You know, yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's like the cake topper. Yep, that's definitely the cake topper. If you want to hear any more bad news, see if we can find some more for you. Oh, but hey, it's Please it's a new day. It's it's Sunday morning right now. Sunday morning. So <laughs> I mean, this is behind me. I'm a new man. Okay, we go to Neyland West next week. We're gonna put it on Vanderbilt. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, we are doing. Is that going to be the Thursday night? Is that correct? So we'll have that up Thursday night, Friday morning, somewhere in there. Yeah, it, it'll be Thanksgiving night. You guys can listen. <clears throat> Hopefully we'll have it posted while you're Black Friday shopping. Yeah, that'd be cool. And uh, Chase is going to plug out the Twitter real quick. Yeah, uh, go follow us on Twitter. It's at Checkerboard Chat. At Checkerboard Pod, excuse me, is the at. And uh, there we'll... Uh, We'll post every episode. You can turn on the notifications. Give us a follow so you can know every time we post an episode. You'll be the first to know, and you can hop on there and listen. And, yeah, we appreciate, we'd appreciate all the support and keep sharing with your friends and, and just try to get it out there. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, you may listen and be like, well, these guys are – you know, they're not that – listen, we're just two random dudes that just love Tennessee sports, okay? Yeah, we just – I don't claim to be professional. I'm just no. telling you about the things that I see when I watch the game, and I'm giving you a true fan's perspective. Um, And so that's what – that's all it is on, on both sides, really. You know, we're not, not professionals, don't claim to be professionals, but we just decided to take our passion for Tennessee sports and turn it into something that – you know, we could check on in later with a podcast or or whatever, and yeah, we can share. We can share with other guys. people that yeah, we can share with other people that also love to talk about Tennessee sports. And I, you can always you can always uh, talk to us on Twitter if you want to get into the conversation. Absolutely. Um. So I guess that wraps it up for this episode. Um, episode two. It's crazy. Um. Took an L, but you know what? We're going to bounce back next week. Going to Vanderbilt. Going to leave there with a dub. And Selection Sunday, we're just going to chill, sit back, see what ball game we're going to, and be happy with that. What do you say? Sounds good to me. All right, y'all. Have a good night, and uh, we'll be talking to you next Thursday.